Hi, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of VMware's Partnership Perspectives. I'm Kathleen Tandy, Vice President of Global Partner and Alliances Marketing at VMware, and I'm pleased to bring you the stories and trends from VMware industry analysts, partners, and executives. This week, I sat down with Sachin Bhatia, Chief Marketing Officer for Lenovo's Infrastructure Solutions Group in Asia-Pacific. In his role, Sachin leads strategic marketing and communications planning for Lenovo's smart infrastructure solutions, such as TrueScale, which offers organizations of all sizes the flexibility and scalability of an everything-as-a-service platform. During our conversation, we discussed industry trends that are influencing Lenovo's next phase of transformation, the challenges of global supply chain disruptions, and success stories of how Lenovo is helping customers solve their most pressing challenges. We also talked about Sachin's passion for bringing marketing and technology together and the value marketing teams can deliver as the headlights of a business. Enjoy the full conversation now. Sachin, welcome to Partnership Perspectives. I'm so thrilled to have you join us today, especially as I get to speak to a fellow marketing colleague. Thank you, Kathleen, for a very warm welcome. It's a pleasure to be part of the show and very excited to talk to you today. That's great. And I'm really looking forward to our conversation. So you are the Chief Marketing Officer of Lenovo's Infrastructure Solutions Group for Asia Pacific. Lenovo has been a very important partner for VMware over many years. I've been with VMware 12 years, and through that entire time, Lenovo has been one of our key strategic partners. I know we've built a number of joint solutions together. We've gone to market over together, and right now are doing just a number of really, really interesting things to deliver some unique solutions to our mutual customers. But let's start with your role and Lenovo's Infrastructure Solutions Group, or ISG. You probably shorten it to ISG. Can you give us an overview of what encompasses Lenovo's ISG business? And can you tell us a little bit about the marketing organization that you lead? And then maybe how you partner with VMware? First of all, I would like to thank VMware on behalf of Lenovo for recognizing us as one of the most innovative partners for 2021. We have been getting recognition year after year, and that really shows the chemistry between uh, these two organizations is formidable. So once again, thank you so much. Now, with respect to Lenovo ISD, as we call it, Infrastructure Solution Group, is a smarter infrastructure solution provider for organization of all sizes. At ISD, we build inside power to the data center for the heart of smarter retail, smarter manufacturing, smarter cities, healthcare, smarter finance. And that solution is driven through edge and cloud computing, analytics and AI. And most importantly, the infrastructure as a service, which we call it TrueScale. Now, ISD delivers smarter technology for all, but most importantly, that we are the only data center provider with end-to-end manufacturing. And what does that mean is that we also own our entire supply chain for everything we build to deliver the level of security and seamlessness that no one else can match anywhere in the world. So with Lenovo ISD, we are very excited to partner with VMware and especially in the space where The edge to cloud solution is the most important aspect in today's IT landscape. 
we are the software partners with you to run Lenovo's Think System SC350 at server. And with VMware, I think we are really set up for a win. We are the one of the fastest growing SDI portfolio with the VMware in the recent times. And we really see there's a huge potential out there where Lenovo and VMware can play a very important role in this IT transformation. Well, I'm glad you brought up supply chain, and I want to ask you a question about that, because that's been top of mind for a lot of people uh, these days, as with the continuing just challenge of the pandemic. But first, let's talk about the partner awards. I mean, Lenovo has been an award winner for two years in a row. You were recognized with our Partner Value Award in 2020, and as you mentioned, the Partner Innovation Award in 2021 really recognizing the, the unique approach that we're bringing together and really the, the innovative approach that Lenovo is bringing to our joint solutions. What, is the, what do those awards mean to you, to Lenovo, and most importantly, to your customers? I think it's the most important topic right now. Supply chain has been the you know, lifeline of the business. And for the last two years, I think we have all seen it, that how supply chain can actually disrupt the execution. So at Lenovo, we take it very seriously. We work very closely with our partners. We work very closely with our channel partners to ensure there is a continuity of the business and supply chain remains as one of the top talking points on weekly basis, even in a business management system, in our weekly conversations. And we really look at prioritizing supply chain topics in almost every forum in, with our stakeholders. So I'm curious whether supply chain and disruptions of a supply chain has been a big topic here in the United States and just about every industry. Every industry in particular that's using semiconductor chips and has that intelligence built in, I think the time that customers having to wait for supply has been a challenge, whether it's cars to appliances to, again, technology products. And I'm wondering how Lenovo is managing through that as the owner of the end-to-end and able to satisfy, which I know is growing customer demand. One of the biggest advantage Lenovo has is the manufacturing aspect of our data center. We do it end-to-end. So we have control on most of the operational areas of the supply chain. And that's really an advantage for the customer while working with us. We don't say that we have solved all the problems in the world but we are better prepared to manage the disruption in this most difficult times. That's great. That is a real advantage because I know so many other companies are really struggling to meet the global demand and it is very much a global challenge. So that is a great advantage that Lenovo has. Again, looking at the awards that VMware has recognized Lenovo with over the last couple of years, particularly our Partner Innovation Award for 2021, What do those awards mean to Lenovo and what do they mean to your customers? Oh, it means a lot. Actually, it tells us that we are on a right path. We are adding value to our customers. We are adding value to our partners as well. And everything what we do, it's something which is adding value to the entire ecosystem of this business. One of my mentors has told me that don't celebrate success too much. Just learn, enjoy and and move on. So while we cherish this moment, but we also cautious of the fact that the path ahead is still a difficult one from the industry perspective, and we have plenty of things to be done. So really looking forward to win more awards in the future. It will continue to add value in our relationship 
And it's a testimony that we are on the right path. I love that. And in fact, we're getting ready to announce the nominations. So there'll be another opportunity for Lenovo to demonstrate, again, your continuous achievements. So looking forward to that again. Sachin, I was getting to know you a little bit and looking at your career. I know that you've led a number of different leadership roles in the Asia Pacific market in a number of different technology companies. And I'd love to hear from you a little bit on how those roles may have prepared you for this chief marketing officer role at Lenovo and a little bit about your path as a fellow marketer. How did your career lead you to this role at this point in time? It's a great question, actually. It's been 20 years in the industry for me now. This December, I'll be competing like five years with Lenovo in this present role. And when I look back of my 20 years, and if I look back my last two years, I would say I did my MBA 20 years back. And in the last two years, under pandemic, I have completed my MBA 2.0. It's actually for all the marketers who've been part of this last two years journey. They have completed their MBA 2.0 and congratulations to them because the amount of learnings we had in the last two years, it's much more than in my first 18 years of my career. Disruption actually teaches you a lot of things. And in the last two years, that has been one of the most important aspects. Now, you asked about that, how my previous roles and what my previous career looks like. So I started my career as an advertising executive where I was working with the mid-sized agencies, working with the telecom brands and tech brands back in India. And that really started my first step in the journey. And I fall in love with the technology marketing. My first 10 years have been spent in advertising, worked with a variety of clients, worked in very different environments for channels, for SMBs, for customers, market research. And every step has been a stepping stone in the journey of what I have achieved today. Been part of corporate side for the last 10 years, worked into regional campaign management as a strategist. And my always a philosophy was be a fierce customer advocate inside the organization. And that one principle I have carried through. Whether you're talking to any stakeholders, bring the customer voice first. So it has been a most exciting journey and I hope this journey continues in the plan what I have made for so now. Well, I think you get such in the best of both worlds from a technology disruption standpoint, because you're absolutely right. Technology is transforming and disrupting the entire marketing function. And it forced all marketers who I think we're all relying on face-to-face events to, you had to embrace digital marketing one way or another because we couldn't be together. And so everybody's head was kind of thrown into the deep end of the pool, which I think has caused a lot of people to embrace and show the power, the technology for marketing and how we can leverage that. But you're also in a technology industry, which is also just accelerating by leaps and bounds. So you get the benefit or the pain of the disruption from both sides. But I know it's an exciting place to be as a fellow marketer in the technology space. You mentioned being a fierce customer advocate. I'm wondering how partners play into your marketing strategies for Lenovo and ISG. And as you're looking at the entire holistic piece, what role do partners play in your marketing strategy? Very important role. I would say that at Lenovo ISG, when we make marketing plans, we have a philosophy of democratization of building plans. 
So alignment with the partners is so critical. Whatever we executing, it has to be very close to the business priorities. We also look at how we can add value to customers through our marketing programs. If you all look at in the industry, there are many marketing programs which are very inward looking. At Lenovo, we try to keep the agenda core to the customers and help solving customers' challenges. You know, in every campaign, whether it's C-suite thought leadership series or whether it's a workshop you're doing with customers or even if you are doing account-based marketing, we keep the customer in the center stage and we talk about what are the greatest challenges the customers are facing. Like, for example, in the last two years, I think one of the most important topic has been hybrid workforce. And customers have been asking, what is the best practices? How do I adopt this? What is right for my organization? How do I ensure that there is a business continuity with zero downtime? So we keep these customer trends in mind. And all our agenda of our campaigns have been built around that. So that customers are not only be part of that program, but also walk away with very strong takeaways, which helps them to solve their problems. That's great. You mentioned customers being focused around hybrid workforce. Of course, over the last couple of years, we've all had to embrace this remote way of working. But customers are also embracing everything as a service, SaaS, subscription. And I know that's also been a key part of Lenovo's strategy. And I know just this past September, Lenovo launched everything as a service TrueScale offering. I'd love to hear from you, Sachin. What are the business and technology trends and customer trends that Lenovo is seeing and driving everything as a service approach? How does this embodies Lenovo's vision for the future? I think it's a great move which Lenovo has done at a corporate level. And it's not only the ISD, but even the PCSD organization has also uh, adopted this consumption-based model because it's a rising trend. CapEx is being something which has been a challenge around for quite some time. And in the last two years, it has become a, one of the most important top point uh, CIO's concern. And IT consumption-based model actually addresses that. And Lenovo has an advantage because we are not only talking about consumption-based model for the one aspect of the ISG portfolio, but it's the entire spectrum from device to pocket to data center. From the cloud perspective, it covers every aspect to it. Also, the advantage with Lenovo is that there is no minimum threshold to qualify for the consumption-based model. It's about... Some of our competitors create a threshold to for customers to adopt this consumption model. But at Lenovo, the flexibility is defined by the customers. And most importantly, besides financial flexibility, we also have a silicon as a service, which actually tells that compute-based consumption is also in another aspect, which is adding a value to our customers. So from the financial flexibility perspective, and from the compute power perspective, we are providing this consumption model. And it's going to be a game changer in coming times. Absolutely. I don't think I've ever heard a vendor talk about it quite such a broad way. And did I hear you write silicon as a service? Is that a kind of manufacturing as a service? I know some vendors like 
It's one of the things Pat Gelsinger, our former CEO at Intel now, is looking at trying to bring, I think, the, the software mindset to hardcore semiconductor manufacturing. Is that what Lenovo is also looking at as you tap into the huge semiconductor and growing market? It's a partnership with Intel. It's a partnership with Intel and Silicon as a service is definitely an edge to our portfolio, which provides flexibility to our customers. So compute perspective, customers have the flexibility. From the financial perspective, customers have the flexibility. So the model is really is in the hands of CIOs, how they want to design their data center, not only from the technology perspective, but how they're going to consume it, how they're going to execute it. So today, working with Lenovo, CIO is in complete in charge or complete control of the technology model. I love that. The customers at the center, designing for them, meeting them where they are, which I think a lot of technology companies miss. So it's great to hear how customer-centric you are. I would love to switch back to marketing. We were talking a little while ago about how marketing functions around the globe have been forced to embrace digital transformation as we've been broken from our kind of reliance on face-to-face dinners and conferences and events. And I know from our perspective, as we've embraced digital, it has allowed us to get more data to enable insights and to see what buyers and customers needs are to be able to help focus on them. Sachin, as a fellow marketer in a tech company, you probably share the some of the challenge of sometimes marketing is still seen as a cost center, not necessarily as a profit center or a driver of a business, right? We're not engineers, we're not sales. I'm curious in your role as the CMO for Lenovo ISG in, in Asia Pacific, how do you lead your team so that marketing is seen as a business partner, a business function, and what we like to say maybe is the headlights of the business? Yeah, I think it's a great question. And I think all the marketers who are listening to this podcast, it's very important for them to understand that what future lies ahead. Let me give up bad news first. The traditional marketing, as we know, is dead. And even before pandemic had started, I changed my LinkedIn status and it's still there. And I say, forget marketing. It's time for marketing. Because what has been happening is that we have been doing too much a BAU kind of marketing. And that's really not helping the business. So at Lenovo, we are in the process of transforming marketing into a profit center. How best we can leverage technology in terms of doing things more effectively. Today, one of the biggest concerns of the customers are we are over-communicating to them. We are bombarding them with lots of messages, which is inward-looking messages, which is not helping them. And that is what we are trying to change things. Let's talk about customer challenges in our programs rather than talking about inward messages. Yes, inward messages are important, but that should complement to the challenges what customers are facing. So that's number one. Number two. We have philosophy of 3I, which I call it intensity, intelligence, and intent. Many a times, we execute programs without the real intent. The real intent is to solve customer challenge, to gain market share, and marketers need to really define that, that what's the intent of the program. Second is, as you said, that marketing is a headlight to the business. That's where the intelligence comes into the picture arming our sales team, 
channel team, giving them the right research-based insights to the stakeholders, they can craft the right strategy for the end customer. And third is demonstrate lot of passion, which is the intensity. When we execute, bring more intensity. As of this is the last day of your career in your marketing, not literally. When I wake up in the morning, I get up and I say, today I need to make a difference at a workplace and let's do it with a full throttle on. So that's the intensity which is actually required. Because five years down the line and 10 years down the line, this marketing world is going to look way too different as we you know, see today. Many of the marketing roles are not going to exist because the technology is going to take up many of those jobs and make some of the jobs redundant. With the rise of metaverse, with the rise of trends which is coming out, I think marketers need to really look at what is their role in the boardroom. And today, it's a time where every marketer needs to think like a business leader. While you wear a marketing hat, but wearing a business leader hat is so, so important. Because the line between the marketing, sales, and solutions is also getting blurred. I think there was a talk two, two years back, you know, who wins the race? Is the CIO or CMO? I would say it's a CTMO because it's going to be a hybrid talent which is going to make a difference at the workplace. So today is the time where we start doing our transformation journey in marketing. So I love the CTMO, the Chief Technology Marketing Officer, because I think there have been studies that show increasingly the marketing officer in the marketing department is responsible for more technology purchases than many of the other lines of business. And we're certainly seeing that as well as we evolve our strategy, the line of business leaders are becoming more important in making those technology decisions. But I love your replace marketing with MarTeching. I think that's great. And your three I's, intensity, intelligence, and intent, needing to bring that to a marketing. And I'm curious, as we look at Lenovo's true scale option, which is innovative in its own right, could you share some examples of how you're bringing more of a marketing and a maybe customer-oriented approach to helping drive and introduce and launch true scale in the market so that you're not bombarding customers but you are helping them understand how it's delivering value in this modern way. We are in the journey of addressing that. I won't say that we have addressed all the problems, but we are using technology to understand customer insights. We are using technology to understand what is the various sectors demands are from the consumption-based model. What are the different types of social media platforms, blogs, talking about on this aspect. We use that insights to build programs which is targeted to specific customer group so that it makes more meaningful conversation. And then bring in subject matter experts, bring in those thought leadership aspects to the program, which adds value to the customer. In fact, bringing customers to our shows, bringing customers to our programs also makes a lot of difference because this is a peer-to-peer -peer conversation which customers would like to hear that how you have executed, what has been the greatest learnings, can this best practice can be applied to my industry. So customers would like to interact with their peers and we marketers are enabling our target audience with that aspect. So use of technology, use of the right messaging, your right program and bringing in the right subject matter expert and stakeholders into the programs. Three 
of them coming together, making the right mix for the program perspective. That's great recommendations for, and insights for all the marketers and the business people listening. I want them to notice how thoughtful and what great business partners your marketing leaders can be. As you look at how you have led the evolution of your MarTech stack, are there a couple of platforms that have been game changers for you over the last couple of years? I'm always curious as to kind of like, what's your favorite app? What's your favorite MarTech platform or MarTech capability? And I'm wondering if there's something I can learn from you that we could leverage, but what's been a game changer for you recently? I feel technology alone is lifeless. It is the human talent coming together makes a difference. Even if any marketer who going to adopt or acquire these digital stacks for the sake of acquiring, I would say it's a victim of FOMO. And we need to look at our business goals, our business organization needs, and have the right skill set in the marketing organization to manage the stack. Like, for example, you can always buy a Ferrari, but do you have the skill set to drive Ferrari? So no stack is right or wrong. No combination is right or wrong. It is all about having a comprehensive strategy. So like, for example, at Lenovo, we have Marketo and we have Dynamics, but we have the right talent to integrate and work within that environment to make our marketing automation workable. So my advice to all my fellow marketers are, no matter what market stack you use, apply the first right strategy, have the right talent skill set. You are going to fail initially. So fail fast because no market is foolproof because you're going to bang your Formula One car somewhere. So make your experiments early and, and then over time, make your engine perfect. I think that's a, a really great insight. Well, so first of all, fail fast, learn fast. But you raise a really important point, Sachin, which is around the skill development of marketers, because a lot of uh, folks who've grown up with marketing necessarily wasn't oriented around technology. And I know for us that marketing professionals with talent and skills in the technology arena, we're getting poached left and right. There's a big war for technology talent in general, and I think it's even hotter for marketing technology talent. So there aren't enough to go around. How has Lenovo approached developing and up-leveling the skills of marketers across your business to be able to be prepared for kind of the digital age? We at Lenovo look at MarkTech very seriously. Somebody advised me that a friend of mine who is in the finance business has said, Sachin, adopt this principle of do it right first time because that decreases the inefficiency in your system and it will reduce the churn productivity will be high and this is what actually we are trying to do every day practice in our life even if you are doing a marketing campaign do dry runs even if you are using a marketing stack have a backup plan in place and learning doesn't stop every day it's a learning for us either learning on the job or having a, a structured learning session so we try to put a balance between both and we try to execute what we have learned. So it's a cycle. You have to go through it. And for all the marketers, I would recommend look at others' campaigns and see what they can learn from them rather than you invest your personal time. So learning from others is very important. 
take up courses. I would say if it is required, take up a structured organization, reach out to your HR, reach out to your managers and CMOs. So create the environment of learning. So it's it's very important that we create the marketing university kind of environment within the organization. Yeah, I love your focus and your prioritization, Sachin, on creating a learning environment with a focus always growing and up-leveling capabilities. And that's probably what's leading to a lot of the innovative marketing that you are driving. I want to get back to TrueScale, which again, you guys launched officially in September. I'm sure it's been, you've been out working with customers and it was probably well available for certain customers before. I'm wondering if you can share some customer success stories or a couple of examples of how Lenovo has helped accelerate your customers' digital transformation with this offering and what difference is it making that you're seeing in its customers' businesses already? Oh, there are lots of lots of opportunities right now where we are implementing this model, but without saying the name of the customer because it's confidential, it's not a known case study or sign-off case study. We have one of the biggest retail giants in Singapore which has signed up for the VDI implementation and we have used TrueScale to implement that. And during the pandemic, this retail store, which is a grocery store, has been the almost a kitchen for all the Singaporeans. So it was very important that the technology which we are implementing provides the continuity of the business for this retail giant. So all the remote workers in this organization were equipped. There was a zero downtime. The solution was implemented and we ensured that the groceries are reaching to every Singapore's home during this pandemic. So that has been the one of the biggest success factor for this customer. And then second one is one of the biggest automobile giant in Japan has signed up for one of the largest BDI implementation. Again, during the pandemic, the same story, how do we help manufacturing to be supported with the BDI effort? So that has been a, one of the greatest success stories for us. And there are many more such opportunities which we are right now, we are working on to help customers in every sector, whether it's a healthcare, whether it's manufacturing, whether it's fintech. So there has been a lot of conversation on that. I love that. It sounds like you truly are leveraging TrueScale to help to deliver a seamless experience for your customers and help your customers deliver a seamless experience for their customers as well. So it's multiple layers of customer success, thanks to Lenovo's innovation. As you look at the the future, we've talked about marketing, uh, adopting the technology stack. As we think about all the disruption that's happening in our industry, and you've mentioned that you've had 20 years as a, a professional marketer, starting with brand over your career, you've got your MBA 2.0 over the last two years. As you look at the future, what do you think is the next big challenge for marketing? I think marketing need to realize that their role in the boardroom is under one big question mark. It's because in many of the organizations, marketing is being seen as a support function. And that's what the image we need to shed. From support, you need to become strategic. And the way you can become strategic you need to demonstrate your leadership. And that can only come when you take the initiatives in your hand and work with all stakeholders. You should not only be seen as, but you should also be executing and making the difference at a workplace when marketing programs are getting implemented. Because 
in industry sometimes you know the marketing is equated to how many events you have done how many social media campaigns you have run how many webinars you have been running but it's not about that it's about how you help customers to solve their challenges and also how you help grow your organization business and how do you help to move even the stock price creating the most important brand value is one of the biggest biggest marketing responsibility so in coming time i think the marketers need to play a leader's role and leaders need to look around you need to understand one thing that one day one of the ceos will stand up and say i need to look at marketing as a support function and that day would become a cost center so before that happens you need to reinvent your game and it's very important that in coming time reskilling learning adoption of technology is so so critical for marketing's own transformation I think those are all great insights for anyone in the marketing function and who's a partner for marketing. I think is an invitation to challenge because marketing functions should be business partners, as you mentioned. As we start to get to the close of our time together, Sachin, I'd love to wrap up with what we call some lightning round questions to get to know you a little bit. The first question I have for you is, what is the best advice you've ever received? I just go back to that previous one. I would say one of my ex mentor has uh, given me this advice that don't celebrate success too long and don't cry on your failures too much. Just absorb the learning and move on in your life. That's the best advice I think I've ever heard, and I think that will stay till the end of my life. I love that. As long as you are taking time to celebrate and mark moments, because I think we don't do that enough in technology. It's so fast paced. We're already on to the next. And I think it is really important for all of our people and teams to take that time to celebrate. If you could create one law in the world that everybody had to follow, what would it be? I would say that I would like to build one global policy one global industry policy on work life balance and which has been one of the most important top points in the last 2 years since the time everyone has gone remote because they are unable to define what is work and what is my personal life because the line has gone blurred the leaders need to define the algorithm the right mix for that work life balance and i want this to be policy for across all the industries all the sectors because everyone is trying to find the answer So I think that's that's the one I would like to have. That's great. I love that. I think we all could use a little bit more of that as we are trying to balance these blurred lines. What technology or trend do you see being the most disruptive for our industry over the next few years? I would like to say it's a disruption for those who do not expect a change. And for me technology is not only a disruption but it's also a way of transformation and i would say ai and edge in every aspect of business is going to transform the business so those who are not expecting it's a disruption for them and those who are expecting it's a transformation for them i've talked to a number of analysts and people who believe that edge and edge cloud is going to be a bigger market than public cloud is today So we'll have to have you back in a future and talk about Lenovo's innovations at the edge and with AI at a future time. 
Lastly, we are in the world of technology. We're in the world of marketing, which is digesting technology. There's acceleration, there's transformation, there's lots going on. And we also get the benefit of working with our partners. Lenovo has a healthy channel. We get to work with fantastic partners like Lenovo. What excites you most about the future evolution of the channel and our partner ecosystems? Absolutely. I think the channel is becoming more and more important stakeholder in this entire business ecosystem. And for Lenovo, channel is in the DNA. 95% of our business is two channel. And it has not happened just by like that. It has been a conscious effort where we want to route our business with channel partners. And channel partners are not only making as a, a fulfillment route, but they are actually part of customer building solution. So they are partners, not a fulfillment partners. And that's what making us very excited because it brings lots of lots of options for the customers on the other side. And that makes the whole evolution even more powerful on the channel perspective. I think that's a great place for us to wrap up our conversation. So Sachin, thank you so much. It is a pleasure to have you share some insight on Lenovo's strategy, your strong focus and deep focus on customers and delivering customer value as they go through their digital transformation journeys, and to hear your insights as a marketing leader who's so focused on embracing technology in the future. Thank you, Kathleen. And as you said that we marketers don't celebrate too much. So let me call out one more time. Thank you for choosing us to be an innovative partner. A big high five from Lenovo and VMware. And really looking forward to working with you in coming time. So really excited. That's fantastic, Saichin. High five back. And we look forward to Lenovo winning another award next year. Thank you, Kathleen. Have a wonderful day. I really enjoyed that conversation with Sachin. I found it particularly interesting to hear his take on transforming marketing into a profit center versus a cost center, the benefits of shifting to MarTeching to maximize insights, and how real intent, intelligence, and intensity play a role in his leadership philosophy. I hope you enjoyed this insightful conversation too. To learn more about VMware, please visit VMware.com. To connect with Sachin, you can find him on LinkedIn or on Twitter at at Sachin CMO. Thanks for joining me on this episode today. Remember to subscribe, follow, and review VMware Partnership Perspectives podcast from your streaming platform of choice. For more information on VMware's partner programs, please visit partnerexecutiveedge at vmware.com. I'm Kathleen Tandy. Thanks for listening and see you next time.